0: Hey there, welcome to the House of Bliss podcast, your favorite show that you've never heard of and the internet's best kept secret. I'm your host, Cole Harmon, and I just wanted to share something a little different with you. This last month... I've been doing something I'm calling the school of happy evangelism because deep in my guts, in my soul, I believe that you, yes, you, no matter what your personality type, no matter what you've experienced up to this point or been taught, I believe that you can manifest the miracle power of Jesus everywhere you go. I've just seen something. I've seen that what we used to think was reserved for special people on a stage, Um, we're finding that actually from the very beginning, it was on Jesus' heart that everyday believers would be able to walk in His power and in His love. And so for about six years now, I've been not only practicing this for myself, but just finding the best ways to help people understand Um, easy and practical ways that they can bring Jesus to any space in their life. And it's been a ton of fun. The first week we probably only had like 10 people, Um, but this second week we had around 30 and a whole bunch of them had never done any sort of evangelism or outreach before, had never felt like they could get a prophetic word from God, had never prayed for the sick or anything and they all had amazing stories they all got to go out into the community after some training and they came back and they were amazed and i don't say any of that to like toot my own horn no i think it just kind of points to like the validity of my theory that literally anybody can do this and so i love all of that but before any of that happened something else happened that really caught me off guard Before the class even started, God showed up in such a powerful, tangible way uh, that it it was just undeniable. It's like all of us were either on our faces or on our knees. There were people weeping, laughing, crying. Um, Even people who were coming in late would just start crying because they could feel the heavy, weighty glory and majesty of King Jesus Now, I know some people will say, like, well, God is everywhere. Yeah, He is, but whatever was going on, He was revealing Himself in the room in such a special and tangible way that it it almost completely derailed our plans to have this class. But while I was just encountering the Lord, something fresh came to me, something new, and it felt like... In a moment, um, things that I've been trying to articulate for a long time, they just kind of hit me. And so I am actually going to post the audio of the actual class, the evangelism class, here for you guys. But first, I kind of wanted to just share this special moment, this kind of off-the-map thing. Because have you ever noticed some of the best stuff just happens off the map? And so with that said... I don't have any like delusions of grandeur that I'm some prophet to the nations and everybody should pay attention to me or anything like that. But even as this word was just coming out of me, this spontaneous thing, like I knew in my heart, this is for way more than just the people in the room. And so I hope that in sharing this, that this speaks to you because it certainly spoke to my heart. And so here it is. Here's just an excerpt from our last class from our School of Happy Evangelism. I wanted to talk about the river of God for a <laughs> <laughs> minute. Um, it's that, because I had I had the, I just got hit with this so hard last night, and I want to release an encounter, and then I want to give you some pointers on how to do that encounter, because I feel like there's a circle in the American church right now that just leaves things incomplete. It's like an incomplete circle, and if we could just go the last bit, I think we'd be firing on all cylinders. We have all the teaching. We have the buildings. We have the manpower. We have all this stuff to to, to really fulfill what Jesus said, which is like, you'll do greater (coughs) works. And yet, how many of you know, and I'm not trying to knock the church at large, but literally any denomination you go to, any church you go to, any Christian you talk to, everybody has this sense like something's not right. right. Like, like, this thing that we're doing called church isn't quite it. There's got to be more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I go to church. I, I go to a, a very big church, and I I love it. But I don't go because I love the activity of church. I go because I love the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's always this part of me, whether it's my church or any church, any church I've ever been to, I'm like, is this it? Is this what Jesus wanted when he said to... I don't know when he did everything that he did. I, I don't think it is. And I think part of it is is because, um, and you know, it's so funny because I had this in an in encounter last night and then Graham Cook um, came to our church this morning and spoke and he put it in better words than I can, but he said, basically, because we're so concerned with getting our needs met mm, that we yeah. never move beyond that into like, what he wants us to be, which Whoa. is inheritance. We're so we're so used to um, surviving as humanity. Yeah. We're so used to living from a fallen Jesus place of like, how do I just get through today? Like how mm-hmm. do Jesus, can you bless me? Like, I need to pay my mm-hmm. car bill. It's like you understand the gospel of like heaven is here. He wants to take you so much farther yeah. than getting your yeah. car bills paid. Yeah. He wants to take you to the place where you're paying everybody else's bills too. Yeah. Of <laughs> Chloe, so much really? like, mm-hmm. he wants to make you a resource for the whole world around you yeah but to do that we've got to let go of our thinking that says like okay if I just get a church and I get a touch like I'll be alright for this week hello he wants you to be spilling over yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want you to be like worried about getting the next touch like he wants you to be Whoa. the touch yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying? On. yeah. so so really what's amazing about this is uh, practicing um, preaching the gospel, sharing that stuff, what it's done for me is it's, it's actually, the more I go out and I see Jesus moving that way, the more convinced I become uh, that like, I am a drink. You know what I mean? I, I'm not looking for something to come in. I'm actually, it's actually more fun to be that for other yeah. people because in spilling him out, I actually come into in even deeper contact yes. with him. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Instead of just coming and trying to get my encounter. Yeah. So I love, like, hear me. I love encounters with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> every minute of every day. I every day, kind of love. <laughs> but, but I think if you stop right there, you're only enjoying half the fun. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <coughs> wow. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. good. The other part of the circle is receiving the river and then what does the river do? It flows, flows from one yeah. place on. into another. So wow. part of the very nature of the river is that it's always going mm. out. Yes. Right. So when you mm. are like focused on you and your needs Stunning. and you come and you get your touch and you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm out of here. <laughs> See you next week. You're yeah. actually you're basically you're standing in the way of the river yeah um, from completing what it's meant to do it's just turned you into the river yeah. so um let me just walk you through what i'm talking about with the river um in genesis right in the very beginning of the bible it says out of eden flowed a river right four yeah. rivers actually eden means pleasure it's the garden it's the place of god it's it's actually they say based on how the river flowed it was on a mountain it was the mountain of god that's Okay, and then this river picture is all throughout the scriptures. In uh, the book of Isaiah, it talks about how, the, how there are streams that go forth in the desert, and and, and, uh, and a garden will, like, blossom in the middle of the desert. Like, this river is headed somewhere. Yeah. This river is headed where there's death, where there's destruction, decay, dryness, or lack. This river is headed there specifically to expand that garden. Yeah. To take what's on the the mountain of God and bring it to the valleys, right? Um, yeah, one of my favorite verses in uh, let's see, Psalm 36. Here it says. Uh, I'll read this. Thank you, Lord. It says, they, which would be you, <laughs> they drink their fill of the abundance of your house. And you give them to drink of the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life, and in your life we see light. Just have a drink right now, even. Just receive by faith. Just let that river of delight begin to flow through you. It's a it's a river of delight, <laughs> but this river is headed somewhere. Jesus said, "When you taste, when you drink this water, it will." He said, "Out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water." voice, you know, out of your spirit, out of your innermost being. The King James word is belly, which is more fun for me. Out of your (laughs) belly will flow rivers of living water. He says uh, in elsewhere, he says, when you drink this water, it will become a bubbling spring up within you. Mm -hmm. So what is that saying? Like, you take a drink, and then you become the drink, and people drink from you. Right? He said it in other words, too. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world, and then he said, "Now I said you. You are the light of the world. You are the salt and light, right? He he want, what he as he is. So are we in this world? He wants you to walk in the way that he walks. And it says, if anyone walks in the light, they will walk in the way that he walks. If, if if somebody doesn't walk in the manner that Jesus walks, says they're deceived, right? How did Jesus walk? He he had plenty of encounters with God. His whole life was an encounter with God." But also, he was an encounter with God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants yeah. the exact same thing for you. Um, and lastly, I love this. It says uh, in Revelation, it says, Then he showed me a river of the water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb, and in the middle of its street. And on either side of the river was the tree of life, bringing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. nations. Yeah, that's the reality we're in right now—the healing of the nations. Yeah. Um, so I want us to get a revelation of this: that the glory of God, the spirit of God, the river of His delight—when you're actually like really drinking it, it's going to carry you somewhere, and you get to become that drink and. I was just telling Mark, uh, there's times where I found myself discouraged for whatever reason, and I found the best possible way to be encouraged is not to try to call my friend and be like, hey, can I get a word, or can I, it's what we do, we try to get our needs met, but I found if I just go, you know what, I don't know why I feel off today, but I'm going to Walmart, and I'm going to pray for (laughs) people, I'm going to encourage the heck out of people, all of a sudden I find like, oh, there it is, like I feel, because I, because, outside of how I feel and outside of my emotions, I've partnered with the truth, which is that I have rivers of living water out of me. Yes. When I obey the truth of that, even if I don't feel it, I come into yeah. contact with that truth yeah. and all of a sudden I find myself refreshed. Yeah. Because getting your needs met is only half the circle. The other half is becoming it's so good that and becoming for people. It's good. Yeah. So um, I wanted to do a little yeah. activation on that. I want. Uh, last week we did sort of a Activation of stirring up spiritual gifts and all that stuff, but I I just wanted to skip to that right now because I feel like God is going to stir stuff up in people. So I want you to just put your hands out. This is something that was going on like during worship, but I just I feel the moment is now. Um, Last night I had it. I don't get these very often, but I had an open vision. That means like with my (laughs) eyes open, I physically saw in my bedroom like this cloud of green swirling glory it was just swirling around my bed it felt like a weighted blanket of electricity was on me I was just, sitting <laughs> yeah. bed, just swirling with it and literally the entire room just began to spin as if i was like dizzy or something like there was just this it's like my whole being was pulled and i saw then in my spirit i saw this vision of a wave Um, You know, like the tunnel of a wave, like the tube of a wave, except the whole thing began to turn into a tube and it was just this swirling. And there's so much in that. I don't even fully understand it, but I feel like the Lord is just pulling us into the swirl of his ways. But I felt like it was what I was talking about. It's that completing of the circle. If you want to be following and flowing with Jesus like the way he intended you to, there has to be a breathing in. There has to be an exhaling. There has to be a a discovery of who he is and then a releasing of what you've seen. Like the Apostle said it like this, we cannot keep quiet about what we've seen and what we've heard. He didn't mean, like, Jesus is going to be mad at us if we don't. He meant, like, no, we can't. We can't. We tried. We cannot stuff it down. It will come out. And so if you are, like, forcing it to stay in there, things are going to get weird. If you just eat food and you never go and use it, things happen. Am I right? We know this. We probably know this really well in in our country. Um, But, man, it's like if you just hold your breath, what's going to happen? There's a lot of very bad things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So if some of us are going through our Christian life, and we're like, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel so awful all the time? Why do I? It's because you need to breathe out. Yeah. But we just... Yeah, we just so uh, we, oh, I'll get into this in a minute. Let's, oh, it's so good. Let's just receive it. <laughs> years years. I will get into that in a minute. Um, woo, thank you, Lord. No, but I... I, I and also... La- I'm sorry, I'm sharing this because I'm, I'm telling you what I'm about to release in here. The other thing was, a few weeks ago, I had another a dream where this angel, I was before the throne of God, and this angel was sent to my side. His name was Arise. And his job was to activate people who had their switches turned off, whether right. by teaching or by oh. just, just like not knowing, just, just by being taught wrong by the people who are supposed to lead you uh, to, to be inactive. Like he wanted to turn those switches on. <laughs> it's amazing because... Literally like the day after I had that dream, I went to a youth group and this girl asked me if I could pray for her that she would see in the spirit because she had never seen in the spirit. So I prayed for her. I saw that same angel in the dream standing next to her. He flicked on a switch and when she opened her eyes, she literally fell to the ground crying because she could see an angel physically. I was like, you well, well, we should do that to me. You know? Yeah, for <laughs> so, me. I, I I feel, like, I feel like that's all here right now. And I feel like the swirling vortex, I feel like it's it's just pulling you into the gravity of his love right now. It's pulling you into the rhythm of his love. So right now, I want you to just raise your hands and we're just gonna say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I just release your swirly swirl pool of glory right now. I thank you, Lord. Woo! Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. Lord, I just release your river, the river of your delight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want you to just lay your hands on your neighbor and just begin to release the river, the river from your innermost being. Just release it on them right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 <finds chega> whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, Why, okay. yeah. whoa, whoa, you whoa, whoa, too, whoa. Will, pa- too, ah, even even, just keep releasing that. Even at the very heart of who God is is a community of outflowing love. The Father pours into the Son, who pours out the Spirit, who who releases glory back to Jesus, who points to His Father. It's like this constant pouring out to somebody else. That is the gigantic, fat lie of the world is that if you just get your needs met, you will be okay. And no matter how much you fill yourself up, it will never be enough. But when you surrender and let God Your needs, and when you surrender your right to get yourself taken care of and begin to take care of other people, you will discover what Jesus said, which is life, abundant life, that you will always have enough, that you will never run dry. Oh, um. and sometimes we do the same <inaudible> thing in church. If you just get that next yes encounter, you will two be set. But I'm telling you, two two. if you surrender another, that right and become yes. the encounter, yes, you will we'll you find yourself way more do than do enough. I I way do do more than enough. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want you to shift your focus even off yourself right now and just begin to declare and prophesy over your neighbor. Just begin to release the kind of crazy blessings people Thanks so much for listening to the House of Bliss podcast. If you'd like to support us and help keep this going, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. By signing up for our Patreon, you can get access to this and all kinds of extra goodies. Just hit the link in the description. God bless.